Hello. Welcome to another episode of Ayodele Speaks. I'm Ayodele Harrison, husband, father of two, senior partner of education with Community Bill Ventures. Over 20 years teaching, leading in public, private, international schools. So I'm recording this. Today is uh, April 7th, I believe, Wednesday, April 7th. Um, smack dab halfway through hump day of spring break. And so <laughs> spring break is always an interesting time uh, for me because it means I can step away from my normal, quote unquote, normal duties, day in and day out duties of work, emails, connecting with teachers and things like that. And typically what I've done is, I don't know about you, but idle minds, idle hands. And so during spring break, I'm, I'm usually doing some sort of DIY project, something that on the honey-do list, my wife's been asking me to do around the house. I finally just get moving because I have uninterrupted times to be assigned a project, think through what the project needs to be, get all my supplies, then execute the project, and then rest because I'm not a spring chicken anymore because usually after a project I'm sore everything and so this year is a little different as you know we're in the middle of a pandemic we've been home for more than a year now not confined to home but you know life work everything happening from home you know and my wife and I are celebrating 10 years of marriage come this July and she's like it's time for us to get a refresh on the house. And because I've known my wife for almost 11 years now and had strife and strain, pushback, pool against, you know, remodeling and getting stuff done in the house, I know now to just accept it and go with it. She's got a brilliant mind, a creative eye, and she's focused and committed. And so we actually have people who are coming in our home to do DIY projects. Normally it's me. But we're, you know, we're getting our home painted for the first time. Because <laughs> when we had our home built back in, I think it was 2013, you know, ever since that time, it's been the contractor's paint, which is, you know, the flat eggshell. Just the cheapest thing to say that there's paint on the walls. And what I didn't know was that my wife, when we moved in, I was excited <laughs> to be moving into a brand new home. She had already had eyes of what she wanted to change. <laughs> and for me, I was just excited about being there. And so I asked her the other day, I was like, you know, how'd you feel when you walked in the home? She was like, I liked it, but there were changes I wanted to make immediately. So anyway, long story short, we're in the middle of that. So we're getting painting done. We're getting new carpeting um, throughout the house, new flooring, um, which is costing us a pretty penny. But, you know, it's the first time we've done a major update. Everything else has been me kind of nickel and diamond around and it's great to have a team come in and do that and so if that's being done over my spring break what do I do you know what what what, how am I going to keep myself busy you know because not always we can't always afford or have the time to go on you know the vacation that we that we want or you know have the money to do it so we usually just kind of hang around and the great part is my daughter's in a gymnastics week-long summer uh, spring break camp give thanks to all those service providers who are caring for kids in the community community center boys and girls club uh, sports clinics whatever that is shout out to all of you all thank you so much for what you do 
Um, it's amazing because our, our kids, because of you, our kids are able to stay active, to stay engaged, to have some sense of community and connection, especially in this hybrid, virtual, face-to-face type of world that's happening, you know? And so I got this time. And what I realized was that, okay, so if I'm not going to work on that project, your project this, this year for spring break needs to be your vision for a future for whatever your work might be. And so, again, I, I might have said this in an early episode, like my words this year or my focus this year uh, is my two words are strategy and execution. Strategy and execution. And that is so right that I come to this time now that I don't have a DIY project. My, my house is being done. There's, I just got to get out of the way. You know, it's like that Geico commercial where it's like you're trying to tell the painter or, you know, the, you know, like don't become your dad where you're trying to tell the person you hired how to do their job. So I'm trying to stay away. But the strategy part has come is that I've been thinking about there's these, these fellowships, these two fellowships, Camelback and Echoing Green, Echoing Green Fellowship that have been out there. I've known a few people um, loosely that have gotten that. I know, uh, Jason Terrell, a profound gentleman, he was, he and his partner Mario, uh, were, uh, awardees of the Equine Green. That's where I kind of learned about that. And, you know, if you want to know about profound gentlemen, profoundgentleman.org, I believe is what it is or.com. Um, and then I've been getting emails from Camelback and was like, wow, these are kind of cool. These are really, you know, um, folks who are underrepresented in social entrepreneurship and social innovation. Um, and they, each of these, each of these fellowships have a really big focus on education. And I feel like with all the work that I've been doing with BME's talk, with all the work with Equity Center School Improvement, there's an idea brewing to apply for these fellowships. So I'm, I'm going to apply. And so this, this week, what I've been doing is spending just a few hours a day. I don't want to overburden myself because sometimes I get very anxious and feel like I, I got to, you know, do it all at once. And if the idea isn't 100% crystal clear, like I just kind of stop. And so because I know myself, the strategy has just been to kind of one, just spend a couple hours each morning. Like my first thought, you know, the first activity of the morning is just kind of brainstorming on what I want. And so what I've been doing over the past two days, Monday and Tuesday, is just reading over the Camelback application, going through the website, learning more about the people who've been awarded, what they are awarding, you know, those types of things. And, and, you know, then that was Monday and then Tuesday was looking over Echoing Green, you know, seeing what the requirements were, you know, what they're offering, who's been doing what, you know, who, who was awarded in, in the past. And so these are both like extremely great fellowships, it looks like. And so I'm now at the point where I'm trying to sit down and think about what do I want to bring to life? What, 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 what do I want to get, I guess for no better terms, like, cause what I'm getting from these applications, what do I want to get serious about doing? And so it's, it's, it's really interesting, like getting ideas from those folks and just kind of figuring out like what will work? What is something that I'm extremely passionate about also has purpose and could sustain me like my, you know, employment. And so I just really been sitting trying to think of 
or I guess the word is profitable, right? Because, you know, if it's a vision that's within me, I, I would love to be able to spend my entire time. And both of these fellowships require that basically you do this work full time. And so I'm sitting here, been sitting trying to brainstorm. What do I want to do? What do I want to focus on? What would I want be willing to step away from everything else to just complete put complete focus on maybe for the next three to five years or more? And I realized it's not always easy. Like I'm in this place of going from like trying to articulate a feeling, a a soulful purpose and putting it into words which is, it's not easy. And so I went back the other day, a couple years back, I was at, uh, I was in a uh, community bill ventures training. We, we do these quarterly meetings and a lot of times, you know, there's things that we're trying to get business done, but also aspirational. And there was an assignment a couple years back where it was talking about your vision. What, what do you want to come, a, come, a, come to life? And I went back to that paper and and I don't have the specific words, but it was basically like I wanted to create, I want to create a space and a community of black men that are given full permission to be quote unquote vulnerable and open to really understand and come to know their limitations but know that their limitations aren't limiting. And, and that's, I wrote that a few years ago and then I just, when I read it the other day, I just sat with that to know your limitations and then to also know that your limitations aren't limiting. And so I'm currently germinating around what does that look like? A space, a community, where black men can be vulnerable, can be open to learning and understanding and coming to terms with their limitations, but knowing their limitations aren't limiting. So that, that's what like I'm, I'm currently pregnant with and it's germinating. And this is why like I feel fellowships like Camelback or Echoing Green like our real good opportunity for me to sit with some focused questions, short, you know, short answer prompts and things like that to try and birth this thing or begin the birthing process. The, well, I don't, it's not even birthing. It's, 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 the, it's the germinating. It's the growing of this idea of this vision and seeing how it aligns with to see where it aligns currently with my work within school improvement, my work within BME's talk, what I'm learning from both of those about how to create brave space and how to lead affinity groups. Where does equity center facilitation like I'm just it's all of this stuff like, you know, I open I've been in this game for 20 plus years. And it's this idea that it wasn't until, honestly, 
after I left the classroom in 2016 and began this journey working with the Craig Teacher Residency, that I actually began to, or had a space to explore my racial identity. Don't get me wrong, I talked about being black, talked about what it was, read, took African-American history courses, read various books, but in terms of like, how does my blackness show up in everything that I do? How does my lived experience manifest itself in my character? How open or close I am to various things, the way that I teach, the way that I lead, the way that I communicate. I didn't have that my first 16 years of teaching, even though it's like, as you know, as a black man walking into a building, I've worked in predominantly white spaces my entire career. Only had one African-American school leader. I've worked with a few other colleagues, but, you know, never was in a space where there was an abundance of black people, let alone black males. So I went through my whole career in, my, in the classroom, not really understanding I had an impact, understanding I knew the way that I, or coming into an understanding of the way that I show, show up, but I didn't have any words. I didn't have any support system structures to be able to really articulate that clearly and interrogate it. And that's what's happening now. And so I think that the, the birth, this vision is about creating a space where this happens for other black educators a lot sooner so that they have a space to do this, but to do it in affinity. There's something powerful about having a brave space to explore who you are with other people that are like you. And I wasn't, I was fortunate enough to enter a space to explore who I am. And I was comfortable enough, my whatever, I was ready to explore it in, in company that wasn't racial affinity, that was not gender affinity, right? But there was other affinity that was there. And so that's what I think is, is going to be birth. So we'll see. I mean, you know, these, these applications are due the end of end of April. So I'm going to try and get a big jump on them. Um, I'll give you some updates every now and then about what's to come. I'm excited for this opportunity. I'm also speaking this to, you know, as a form of accountability because like I got to do it now. <laughs> I got to get through it. I got to sit down and wrestle with this. And so this is the week for me to do that. And then I'm going to try and keep doing it, you know, like uh, brainstorming it, chopping it up, you know, to, to colleagues and friends to see what they think. Because uh, I know that this is not a independent thing. It's like I, I need the help of my community to help birth this. It will be better because of that. And so that's what's going to happen over the next few weeks. So, you know, wish me luck. I just wanted to jump on there and say, like, man, strategy and execute. Now's the time of like, it's interesting. I said at the beginning of the year, I want strategy. And now it's like I'm forced to really strategize about bringing this birth to life. So it got cut off. So let me just go again. So just just nervous, um, but also excited. I mean, that's that's a favorite word that I have is to be excited about this process. And I had mentioned previously just about accountability. I want to go for it. You know, I've, I find that um, applying for various proposals, whether it's speaking engagements at conferences, 
whether it is um, a proposal, an RFP that's out there, or even in this situation, the fellowship, like I really am encouraged. I, I like these opportunities to really think deeply about a concept that has lived in my head and um, and and having the opportunity to now put it into words. And I'm not sure what brain function that is, um, but that's a that's a it's a huge leap. It's a huge leap to go from background singer to lead singer, right? And so to go from thought to actually words that then words that make sense to me and words that then make sense to somebody else. Um, it is exciting. And the reason why I'm nervous is because it's like I often struggle with that. But as we know, with everything, it's a challenge. That's a learning edge that um, I'm now looking to, to overcome. And whether I get the fellowship or not, right now, that's beside the point. Right now, I'm in the birthing process. I'm in the germinating process of, of building this and wanting this to bring this to light and see what this first iteration of this vision will look like. So look forward to sharing more in the weeks to come. Thanks for, for listening. Um, if What do you do over your spring break? <laughs> How do you spend your time? Um, is this a thinking or a, a, a building time for you? Are you a DIY person? You leave your thoughts wherever you're finding us in the comments. Let me know what you're thinking. And thank you to all those who, who've been listening. I've had people reach out and say, man, I listen to your podcast. Um, it's great to hear your voice. <laughs> I'm glad that people put up with me doing it on my walk um, and listen to me in that process. But, you know, it's just, it's Ayodele Speaks. So this is another episode of Ayodele Speaks. I'm Ayodele Harrison. Wish you all the best and I'll see you very soon. Cheers.